This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Financial news. A couple of quick things just to remember. Today is April 1st. It is that day where lots of people like to play April Fool's jokes or pranks or whatnot. So don't forget that. Be aware. You might see some interesting headlines, uh, but I won't be going there. Uh, Just didn't want you to be tricked or caught by someone else. Uh, A couple of things as we get going today uh, that happened. First and foremost, Q1 is over. Q1 2021 is over. How was it for you? Uh, If you're doing the real estate investing, you're one of my students or followers on this channel. Thank you. You know, really want to check what you did in Q1. What was your focus area? What's your asset type? How many times did you look? Did you do the daily disciplines? Are you getting comfortable with the math? All of those things. I really do think we are about to see the next 12 months be different, uh, both in the stock market, but in our world, the real estate market. I think we're going to see that inventory come back. You're going to see quality differences. And yes, we are finally going to be able to do more good or great deals. The last 12 months have been tough, not impossible for those of you doing the work uh, and moving forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. But uh, realize I do think it's going to be better and better for us over the next 12 months. So get ready so you don't have to get ready when the market turns and you have an opportunity to do good or great deals. Next, I saw this morning the S&P hit 4,000. It's just a psychological number, but damn, 4,000. And uh, remember, tomorrow the stock market is closed, right? It is Good Friday. Uh, It is Easter Sunday. Uh, So realize that is all happening around us. And tomorrow's going to be an interesting day economically because we're going to get March's employment. And again, we did an over-under on 400,000 jobs added. uh, So we will see what tomorrow brings. Uh, First and foremost, it is Thursday. So we have to talk about the unemployment claims. They were disappointing. I mean... We broke the psychological barrier of 700,000 last week to the downside. It was actually revised lower to 657 from memory serves. But this week, we're back over 700,000. We need that trend line, right? We need, we need that trend, and we need to break that, right? Um, we need to break that floor and stay under it. I'm very, I'm, yeah, I'm convinced we will do that uh, in April. I'm April is, you know, we are entering the, the spring. It is going to be better. We're going to, this is the quarter we transition from dark to light, right? We're standing right at the precipice. And I believe it is in this next three months, probably, hopefully, fingers crossed, next six weeks, we exit this dark phase and the world is better. Uh, lots of things going on. Uh, I do have a question for you to respond to. Either leave a comment here, or if you're watching this on replay, hit pause and leave a number below. Do you know how much manufacturing is part of the U.S. GDP? 
I asked that because I read some numbers today after some ISM data came out, and I was shocked by what percentage manufacturing makes up the U.S. GDP. So I'm going to hold that piece of data to the end, but I'm curious. What, what do you think? What percent of the U.S. GDP is tied to manufacturing? I'll answer that shortly. So again, next up, uh, claims disappointed 719. The expectation was 658, so that's a 6%, 7% miss. Continuing claims went down slightly to 3.8 million. Um, the people, the total of people receiving, um, you know, claims or receiving unemployment benefits is 18.2 million folks. Yes, that's down 1.2 million from last week, but still. Damn, you know, we need to get out of this dark phase and really start this engine of our economy and getting people back to work. I think that's what we're right on the precipice of, but let's let's hope that continues. A couple of things that are going to, it's going to be different. I really want to hammer this home. The next 12 months are going to be very different than the last 12 months. Another example of that is Google, uh, Google or Alphabet, whatever you know it as, is accelerating. Yes, accelerating bringing back employees. Uh, I've said it many times, I live within a couple of miles of the Google complex here in Mountain View, and a lot of kind of Googlers are around where I live, and all of them have been talking about how um, they need to get back to the office because part of what makes Google special from a development and software perspective is just working in that, and they're not doing that same amount kind of work from home, so it will be interesting. They are bringing back people starting in April, and by September, uh, if you want to continue to work from home, you're going to have to apply. I bring this up not because Google is one-off. I do think returning to the office is going to start this quarter. They'll probably do shifts or whatever, but the whole vacant office thing is going to turn around. This is going to help some big cities like San Francisco and New York. It'll help some of those coffee shops and whatnot as people come back. But yes, I think one of the things we will see as we exit dark to light is people going back to the office in greater and greater numbers. Uh, next up, I was surprised by this. A lot of the Chinese... Uh, I, didn't, I was surprised by this. I didn't realize Chinese debt to GDP was 285%, right? They have done a lot of construction and building over the last couple of decades, and uh, they're now warning about debt, uh, bad debt in their real estate space, uh, which I thought was interesting because a lot of people believe, myself included, that a lot of that debt had implicit government backing, but they're, they're kind of trying to back away from that. So it'll be interesting if they have any... Uh, any real, I don't know, bankruptcies or whatever they would call that in, in China. So it's interesting. A couple of things going on in the stock market. Frontier Discount Airlines went public today. It's interesting, right? They were going to do that over last summer, but obviously it was a horrible time for airlines to go public. Uh, you know, they too see better bookings and uh, brighter days ahead. So they've gone public. They, they raised $570 million. Uh, AMC Theaters looks like they're going to be... Uh, pumping $500 million in common stock to the market. Again, this is what they should have been doing instead of taking debt. If people like your stock, give it to them. And uh, I expect that to have a hit on their stock. Uh, we saw a lot of infrastructure talk yesterday from our president, kind of what we expected. Realize that's just a proposal. 
to me, this is when the hard work begins, right? The House needs to come together. Then it goes to the Senate. Then they kind of reconcile. So lots of stuff going on. Who knows what this end package will look like? Uh, we have been set up to believe a couple of things, in my opinion. I believe, A, it, this is part A of an infrastructure plan. I believe it is the easier to pass, if that makes sense, right? This is kind of the shovel-ready, the the bridges and you know all of that stuff that uh, I think I think could get passed. There will obviously be negotiations, but this this feels like right part A. And then I fully expect in the next thirty days or so we're going to see part B, which will be a lot more uh, a lot more of a hot potato. Uh, but again, trillions of dollars, right? We've we've pumped so much money into the system. Uh, what else? Oh, Ford, uh, Ford slash production on SUVs and trucks. That's a big deal, right? Uh, and all of this is because of the chip shortage, which we started talking about 90 days ago, maybe four months ago. But the problem for Ford is that's, that's where all their profit is, right? So again, if Ford is having to slow down production of their trucks and SUVs, how bad is it? You know, how long will this go? Used car prices are going to continue to be astronomical. Uh, so pretty interesting. Uh, I saw a huge win from Microsoft. Apparently, Microsoft won a potentially $21.9 billion contract over 10 years. The reason I saw that is I used to be in part of what was called pursuit teams in software where you would, you know, work on a big government project. There'd be entire teams, dozens, and if it was big enough, hundreds of people going after a big contract for what could be years. And then when you win, if you win, uh, the celebrations are pretty fantastic. So I got to imagine the pursuit team at Microsoft had a really nice celebration uh, after winning uh, $21.9 billion for an augmented reality headset. Don't know what that is, but good for them. Uh, here we go. U.S. manufacturing. This was the question asked earlier. I would. I was. I was actually surprised by this number, right? Because all I hear is U.S. doesn't manufacture anything. We don't build anything. You know, we've lost our, we've lost our muscle or DNA in this space. But uh, manufacturing, as of Q1 of 2021, makes up 11.9 percent of the U.S. GDP. That was higher than I expected. Uh, it should be higher. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm celebrating that number. I'm just admitting it was higher than I expected. And the reason I read that is because U.S. manufacturing is coming back. They're, they had released a ISM number today, highest reading since 1983. Think about that. That just tells you this transition from dark to light is going to be amazing. We're going to get this engine going. When you have that kind of just ramp in manufacturing, which is roughly 12%. Think about the service industry that's going to come back. Think about the competing for bodies, right? Employees coming back. Think about potentially wage inflation and wage increases as you look to attract bodies potentially from other segments. This is going to be good times. It's not going to be a snap of the fingers. It's going to take weeks and months and yeah, weeks or months, but it's going to start to feel better. We're going to see these unemployment claims go down. They've got to break below 700, uh, which again, I think happens in April. And again, remember, uh, the consumer, the person that I track the most, sitting on $19 trillion in excess savings, 
record home equity. GDP for Q1 likely above 10%. Amazing. The year could be above 7%, which again would put the U.S. on a growth path not achieved since 1984. Folks, the next 12 months is going to be different. What are you going to do? Are you going to get ready? What's going to change? All of that good stuff. Let me know. Have a wonderful day. Remember, today's a great day to make some money, and let's be better than yesterday. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.